You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, speaker, coach, and your guide for ambitious women to become industry leaders and grow a sustainable business without the hustle. Listen to conversations on authentic leadership, self-awareness, and strategic planning for growing your business. I believe big dreams can be your reality when you embrace all of who you're meant to be and focus on the business that works for you and your lifestyle. Now let's dive into today's episode. I'm so excited to welcome a guest back to the show. I had Reagan on the podcast, I think it was like February, 2021, um, which also feels like 20 years ago in a lot of instances, but I've had the pleasure of watching her grow as an entrepreneur um, over the years and also seeing how her business has shifted over that span of time. I think I've I've known you, what, like two and a half, almost three years now, which sounds also crazy. Um, But so excited for you to be back on the show and to share a little bit more today. I feel so honored to be back on. I'm so, so excited because a lot has shifted to his entrepreneurship. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) That's an understatement uh, for sure. And I think that's the truth, right? A lot of us shift, but sometimes they're like, minor shifts that add up over time and we don't even think to reflect and see like whoa like that's where I used to be so hey this is where I am but I think also what your journey and what your business has even evolved into we need to talk about this because I think this is something that all of us want to skip and and forget how important it really is at the same time. I really feel like building wealth outside of your business is really important. So uh, my husband and I bought our first rental property. What if I ran my business and it was just a slice of who I was and I explored a lot of other things outside of it that includes like making more wealth, but also just includes things that I just want to explore, like uh, learning French or like going to pottery or dancing classes. So I've really been exploring like, what's the like least I can do in my business to run it and have a really fun life outside of it. Which I think is a philosophy that a lot of us forget, whether entrepreneurship or even like young professionals starting our career, right? How many people work 60, 80, 100 hours a week to show their boss how awesome they are? And then they're like, let's go have fun. And if you're doing it to build wealth on top of it, like always a plus for sure, but still not the end all be all. And the fact that you're doing it is something that you you know enjoy and are excited about along the way. Yeah. And I think that's like part of the huge transition. Like if you would have, like you interviewed me like what, a year and a half ago. And my answer would have been probably really different because I feel like I was chasing what the industry is like. This is the epitome of what your business should bring you. And it was luxury travel. It was, you know, um, a million dollar business it was all these things and I think I just adopted those as my vision and desire and then I was like started to unravel that a lot in 2021 and especially in this year and I was like hold up what do I actually want and what is like what do I want my life to feel like day to day and I realized I want freedom more day to day and I want to explore like life outside of my business And to me, like that has really just healed so many parts of myself and my business. So it's crazy, but that is where I kind of want to lead the industry and where I'm like, I lost myself in what other people wanted. So when I started exploring those things, like 
oh, maybe I want to do rental properties or maybe I want to like learn French or maybe I want to live in like a casual house and travel. Like I started to allow space for that. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's one thing for me as well. Like you start to think I need to have this size house in this picturesque neighborhood and I need to drive this specific car. And I was actually telling um, a friend the other day, I was like, I remember literally looking up Range Rovers because I thought like that's what would make me next and like I knew I was training in my car for something because thank you economy on that side of it and I was like but I don't want a Range Rover I'm gonna keep my Nissan Rogue because I'm a sports mom and I don't need a Range Rover I need a Nissan um you know along the way and it's all those little things that add up so I'm glad that you took that time but also for sharing this you know with our listeners today because I think it's something that we always forget as well. You're chasing what someone else has told you equals success instead of what really is successful for yourself. Yeah. And for me, she's like sleeping until 10 a.m. Like that is like something I dreamt of. Like I literally am like one of the laziest people ever. And I love to sleep in. And so that's what I've been really playing with is like, where can it just be a slice of me, not all of me? I love that. All right. So the last time you were on the show, I believe your title was like business and money mindset coach or something along those lines. <laughs> and so I know right now you focus a lot on self-trust, which I talk a lot about self-awareness and with that comes the trusting part and learning that. So I wanted you to really add on to that self-awareness piece and talking about how you kind of evolved into the self-trust aspect and the how you're helping other entrepreneurs to do that in their businesses. Yeah, so I really started to sit down and I was like, what do we actually need as like coaches and entrepreneurs that isn't really talked about a lot, but is really critical into feeling more in control in in a space where it feels like it's super uncontrollable. And self-trust kind of like began to kind of like come up in me first. I feel like that's always how it comes up. Like it, you start to notice things first and then you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is something I need to start coaching my clients on. And I think for me, I was just like, okay, of what's like happening in the online industry. And it is like blocking their intuition. It's blocking their ability to create proof and evidence. And so I was, I literally burned my business to the ground and I was like, we have to rebuild this. And self-trust was like the foundation. And I think that's one of those things that again, like it's, you want to skip it because learning to trust yourself means learning to realize who you have to stop trusting. Um, and a lot of times those are people that we put on a pedestal, whether they earned it or not. There are plenty of great role models and examples in our lives that we should trust, but learning to say what's within me is equal, if not greater, depending on the person in the situation you are comparing. And I want to say like, don't compare, but at the same time, I realize we're all human and we're still comparing. So just raise your level of self-trust to be greater than the opinion of the quote unquote industry leader that you have been following. Um, And it's something that we're taught at a very young age, right? You listen to your parents, listen to your teachers, you listen to your pastors, you listen to every grown up that walks past you on the street because of respect and different values that we're taught. But when do you learn to listen to your own voice and what's within you and to say 
I do know what's best for me because I've been through experiences and like, no, at five years old, you probably didn't know, but at 25 and 35 and 45, you do know. And it's time to like really untap, acknowledge that. And you can trust yourself before you get 25, by the way. I was just using yeah, this as <laughs> For sure. And a lot of clients would hire me and they're like, what's my missing piece? Like that is a thought a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches have where they're like, I've been utilizing all the strategy. I've been doing this for years. Like I feel like I'm doing everything right. So what's the missing piece? And I was, and that's what really I was like, well, the missing piece is self-trust. But when we think about it, even like at a larger scale, it's a process for self-trust. Like Mm -hmm. anything that works kind of has a process behind it, even if it is like self-trust versus like sales, if that makes sense. So like sales, you have a whole process for, but you should also have a process for building self-trust. And that's when I was like, I got to build this. Like I have to build some type of process where people could actually have the proof and evidence. Oh, when I do this, this happens. And I can begin to build that self-trust, which really helps people create results that they can repeat, create money they can repeat, and really just be like, okay, like the missing piece was just like, I had to find my own groove and the mechanics of building a business. Yeah. It's one of those things that like, we don't naturally say, hey, I need a process for this. I need to learn how this works because especially joining entrepreneurship most of the time you're buying a course or joining some you know group program and they're saying like here is what I did to achieve success so you go do it too and it works because again that's how the American school system has taught us like copy what you were told and you will be great but not realizing that we all have different personalities we all have different backgrounds experiences like every single human is different and so figuring out what works for you doesn't work for everyone and like obviously I talk so much about creating success on your own terms but that also means you have to know yourself in order to know what those terms are going to be that you create so I'm like again so excited for you to really unpack like what is this process for self-trust of not just the theoretical like go do mindset work and like go go love yourself and it'll all be great but like how do you really get to that point where you say, I know I can grow my business to whatever goal I'm looking to achieve because I can believe myself and believe in my ability to to actually get there. Yeah. And so that's when I really went to work. What do they need in order to build the self-trust? Because if you just talk about self-trust, it's like, it just like floats in the air. It's just like confidence. It's just like floats in the air. You're like, yeah, I want it, but how do I get it? And I was coaching a client I remember I was coaching a client and we were talking about creating different results with social media. And somehow I landed on like a job resume. So you bring a job resume to get a job. And you're like, here are the skills that I have built that I will bring to your company. And it is proven to work. And I was like, you need a self-trust resume. And so that's the process. So I have all my clients build a self-trust resume. So it's like a resume and it's four areas of where we are building certain things 
so that you have the evidence of, okay, this is how I created my result. This is how I created this client. This is how I created this money. This is how I created um, this intellectual property, right? All of these things. And when you have that resume, you're like, oh, okay, it's all the proof and evidence that you need to have the self-trust. And I think that's missing in a lot of like these, uh, like build self-trust, build confidence, build all this thing. It's like, well, we have to have a process for that. So your brain can like get on board with it. Um, it's just like changing a thought. It's like you build a lot of evidence and do a lot of inner work and then you change your thought and you're like, oh, okay, I, I am feeling differently. I am getting a different result. So like the first thing I do is like, let's simplify it because if your business is really chaotic, we're not going to know what's working and what needs to be fixed. And a lot of my clients hate that. I hated it. I was like, like, like when you interviewed me last year, I was launching, I was doing, I wanted the passive course. I wanted the membership. Like I had a lot of moving parts, but I wasn't getting the result I wanted. And when I finally simplified it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm doing this wrong. I can change it. And we do this in life, but we don't do it in business. If we're learning, I think about adult gymnastics. I saw this TikTok this week. Hopefully this will make sense. But she was learning how to do a back handspring. And she started with like those big cushions where she would just lean her back and kick her legs over. And then she started with a back bend. And like, then she went to the trampoline and it took weeks, but she was working on the same skill. And by like the fourth or fifth week, she could do it by herself. And she had never done gymnastics before. And I think if we built a business like that, it would be so much easier than trying to do 10 different things, trying to make money or to follow like the next best thing. So we simplify it first and then we're like, okay, this is working. And then you add on to it. And it could be a year, two years, three years. I just tell my clients, build it for as long as it takes till you know you can make money with this system. And then I go into like identity and mindset and I just repeat that same process. And I think that's something, right? Multiple things that we want to skip over because you look at whoever you consider a role model or kind of something that you're looking forward to in your life. And there's nothing wrong with having role models, by the way, but recognizing that you are not that same person. You don't have the same demographics or examples or lifestyle or experiences, or most likely even age of the person that you're following. And so they took 20, 30 years to get to where they are. And why do you think that you should do it in only two or three months? And I think yes. you're right. We set some of these very unrealistic expectations of like, I'm going to be a millionaire in four months. And you're like, <laughs> are you doing something illegal to get there? Because otherwise it should take you longer and you know if you look at again some of the richest people in the earth they started their business in the 90s so like how old were you in the 90s when you started your first business um and when you hit year 25 or year 35 and what you're doing then like I hope you can be a billionaire and a trillionaire I'm not saying that that's not an okay goal for you but are you setting realistic realistic expectations around those things and so I love that you're saying like simplify it establish that and then once you know that that is working and there's a system around it, then you can add something else to what you're doing afterwards. This is such a good conversation because I coach my clients on this all the time and I've had to coach myself on it is you want to 
you know, ruin your self-trust, set expectations you cannot hit. And then your self-trust plummets. And I always tell my clients, set expectations you know you can hit. Because all that's going to do is build this self-trust muscle. So like I was coaching a client and she is a, she works a nine to five. She's a busy mom. She has a photography business and we're just beginning to build her coaching business. And she was trying to post 30 times in one month after, after never writing content before. And I was like, you're gonna break your self-trust because your expectation for yourself is way too high. You're trying to run before you've even rolled over. And I said, how about you just make a goal to post 10 times this month? She's like, oh yeah, I can hit that. And because she can hit that expectation, she built her trust and her ability. Oh, I can write 10 posts versus like trying to do a 60 day content ramp up plan when she's like never written content before. And so I'm just like lower the expectations to build the trust. Again, I just love that you're saying that because 10 posts, okay, I can do that. Now let's raise it to 12 or 15. Again, realizing what you need in your business. But I think anything over 20 is just like, overkill. Again, if you have a team of people, if you're already at a level in your business, then sure, you can post two, three times a day because other people are running the operations. Other people are engaging in, you know, your messaging and different things. But like, if you are still at a solopreneur stage of what you are doing, and there's no money amount to that, whether it's a thousand dollars a month or $15,000 a month, you can still be a solopreneur. It's just recognizing like what makes sense for you at the time of where you are and not just in your business, but also in your life. Before we hit record, I was like, there's certain things that I want, but I'm like, but do I? Because I got to drive my kids to sports practice all the time. So it's like, unless I'm sitting in my car during practice to make that content, or I just go into the practice and let you hear a bunch of screaming kids in the background, which doesn't work for the type of brand. Nope. Just don't post on Tuesday nights, you know, type of thing. And recognizing that's a choice that I had to make. And for other people, if you're building a brand that's about kids running around in the background, you do you, Um, but recognizing like what works for me in this season of life and what do I want in the next six to 12 months, meet that, get there. And then at that six to 12 month point, reevaluate what that next year is going to look like instead of, again, I want to be a millionaire, but I don't want to be a millionaire tomorrow because I also like would be that person who went broke two days later. So like, we'll wait a little bit and kind of build that muscle of where you really want to achieve and and be in your life and in your business. Yeah. And if you build your business this way, it's going to save you a lot of heartache. It's going to save you a lot of um, money because you're not going to overinvest in skills that you don't need quite yet. It's going to save you. um, It's really actually just going to open you up to healing and things that are really required to build a business and it and it also produces the skill sets that take you to that next level maybe two years down the road like I just was interviewing a past client and she started with me at the like October of 2020 and she's quitting her job in two months and it's gonna be in like 2023 right and I thought how freaking cool like three years But three years of intentionally building a business to a point where you could quit your job, that you have the skills that you could trust to make you money. 
And I, I think that's what really self-trust is all about. And that's why I made such a huge shift is because I was just trying to be someone I wasn't really. Yeah. And I was just trying to like move as fast as I could to like make the money to like show the first class ticket. And I really just caused a lot of heartache for myself. Right? right. A lot of like launches that didn't fill up a lot of like getting ghosted, a lot of being in the DMS, which I hate and totally am against. If you're not, that's fine. But that's just my philosophy. <laughs> DMs. <laughs> and that's why I think I really moved into self-trust and having a process for it. And I was like, this is what I would do if I started today. Like if Reagan was going to start a business today, this is what she would do. And I think for you to get to that point of like, okay, I trust myself and my abilities, but also you're doing it at a pace where you won't get bored of your business because you've just launched so many times. You're like, I don't want to say this ever again. And you also won't burn out. And like, there's a level of, there's so many people who go so hard, so fast that they literally don't make it to year three of their business because they're like, I can't keep up. It's literally physically deteriorating my mind, my body, like my existence, (laughs) my soul. Yeah. And so just saying like, okay, let's do this at a pace that makes sense, that simplifies the process, that allows me to get where I want to be um, in a way that I'm I'm proud of. And I love that you brought up that self-trust resume Mm -hmm. because we always want to skip the journaling. We always want to skip the work. Fine. Don't quote unquote journal, just write out your little resume and then you're able, and I say little because it's a piece of paper, but not because it's a small thing that you're doing, um, but document it in a way that you can look back at that every single day and be like, I, I do know how to do that. I have built that muscle, not just once or twice, but for the last 10 years yep. to get to where I am and to accomplish this. Like I have the education, I have the experience, I have the story that now prepares me to go and take this on. Um, and doing it at a pace where it's sustainable um, mm-hmm. along the way. So I love that you're talking Bingo. about And that's because I was so burnt out. And most of the coaches I work with are so burnt out. And I was like, it's because we're operating beyond our capacity. We are going so fast for just for the money. And I love money. Don't get me wrong. But I was just like, what if we just slowed down and my business really shifted and it was really it came about it went from like how can I launch better and bigger to what are my clients struggling with how can I focus on them and that's when I like got to be creative again and sometimes my business is boring but that's why at the beginning of this podcast I was like my life is fun though so my business can be really boring like do I love making content every week hell to the no Whoever says that they do, they're lying probably. <laughs> but Either like, that or that's like, that's their strength and then they're not great on the delivery. Of the yeah, car. on the like, delivery, right? Yeah. Like there's going to be parts of your business that are boring. That's why your life should be more fun. And you should get that dopamine and that serotonin somewhere else. And then if you are burnt out, you can slow down and rebuild and shift things and, and do this like self-trust resume. Yeah. So many good things that you have brought up and so I will encourage everyone like start that start that list um of at least documenting like where am I where have I come over the years and not just since the day you started your business but like in your life when you think about your biggest assets and your skills 
there are things that you could have done in your sleep at six years old. And people will actually pay you thousands of dollars for the things that you can do in your sleep because frankly, they can't do it with their eyes wide open. And so like that's where you find your skill set and your expertise in order to really create what we're looking for as well. And I know um, if you want a, a real resume put together, then obviously like call Reagan, get some help on what that looks like. I think you have a free training that really helps people to kind of like build this up in their business and start having those sales coming in as well. So if you want to share a little bit about that. Yeah, I do have a free training and it's basically, if you feel really burnt out, if you're not signing clients consistently, I always am just going to say, I'm very blunt. There's probably something wrong in your foundation of your business. And so the free training is the three steps to sign clients consistently. And I'm going to ask you to probably stop doing what you've been doing and start to rebuild because a lot of the gaps are in the foundation. That's why when I build that self-trust resume, I'm like, we have to go back to the very beginning of building your business. The reason your business is not working is because something from the beginning didn't get rooted. And that happened to me, that happened to my clients. And so that's what that free training is really about. It's like, okay, if we're gonna start over, these are the first three steps you can do. You can implement them. And start signing clients. I literally think it's a like it's a podcast with an ebook. Like it's probably better than some of the courses you've paid for. I'm just gonna say it, but it's really, really good. Yeah, well, a lot of those things we're paying for are fluff. So yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the problem. Um, and I know that you're a no fluff person. So excited to have you, you know, back on the show and to really share some of the things that you've had. Um, and so where can people find you? How can they connect with you? How can they work with you? Yeah. If you want to sign clients, my podcast is the best place to do that because it is very detailed. I go into all the things and it's real talk with Reagan um, and Reagan's R-E-G-A-N. And then obviously Instagram uh, at underscore Reagan Storm. And yeah, just come join my email list through that freebie. We'll have a good time. Sounds good. All great things. I'll drop the links to the freebie, your Instagram and the podcast all in the show notes so people can check you out. But thank you so much for sharing your story. And I'm happy that you've shifted your business because this is the stuff that people actually need to work on. Like it's not your sales strategy. It's you and your self-trust. So thank you so much for sharing today. Thanks for having me back on. Absolutely. Are you searching for a way to grow your business as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide, five simple steps to build a profitable business roadmap based on your natural abilities. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore. Or go the extra mile and leave a rating or review to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.